Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz, where you and I together discover great music, picking up information to keep jazz old and new alive. My name is Larry Sademan, here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Well, we made it to part five of the best of 2023. Last week, I played tracks from albums that the greatest number of reviewers and critics said were the best albums of last year. This week, I'm focusing on ones that may have only been selected by a small number of reviewers, but for some reason stood out for me. Only one reviewer put this first album that I'm playing on their list, but that reviewer was from Downbeat Magazine. And as a result, it ended up being one of Downbeat's uh, five-star masterpieces. The artist's name is Stefan Mikus. Thunder is his 25th solo album for ECM Records. Mikus studies and collects instruments from all over the world and plays a bunch of them on this record. This album celebrates deities all over the world. Here is... A Song for Zeus. Composer and multi-instrumentalist Stephen or Stefan Micus, M-I-C-U-S, A Song for Zeus. 
Here's an album that is absolutely loved by jazz radio listeners, rated as number two on Jazz Week's year-end chart. So how many reviewers followed suit? I found only one. It's pianist Antonio Adolfo's Bossa 65. It's called that because it celebrates 65 years since the Bossa Nova was born on the south side of Rio de Janeiro. Pianist Antonio Adolfo celebrates it with his quintet by recording a tribute album to two of Bossa Nova's best, yet lesser-known, composers, Roberto Menescal and the recently deceased Carlos Lira, L-Y-R-A. I have some familiarity with Menescal's work, but Lira is less known to me, and I'm so taken by his amazing melodies and the five tunes of his that were recorded on this album, and Adolfo's ensemble and arrangements are wonderful. It's truly a fine album, and it's so much more than the smooth jazz description that some people give it. Here is Carlos Lira's Samba do Carioca with Danilo Sina taking an alto sax solo.
Brazilian pianist Antonio Adolfo and his sextet from an album called Bossa 65, celebrating Carlos Lira and Roberto Menescal. And that was Carlos Lira's Samba do Carioco. Should we stay with Latin American music? This time, moving from Brazil to Havana, Alerio Duran was born in Havana and moved to Toronto in 1995, from where he has put out at least 14 albums under his own name, as well as being a much-in-demand session pianist. His latest album is called Crimea River, where he does a Cuban version of that classic, one that Julie London would never recognize. This is only his second big band album, and he wrote a number of tunes and arranged them for an 18-piece orchestra, as well as a few classics by the likes of Dizzy Gillespie, Chuchu Valdez, and Chopin. Let's go with Dizzy Gillespie and Delario Duran's rendition of the much-played Night in Tunisia, featuring the saxophone of the great Paquito de Rivera and Duran's longtime drummer Horacio El Negro Hernandez and bassist Roberto Occupinti forming the rhythm section.
Duran, Night in Tunisia. Well, we seem to be on an international theme, as well as a theme that features great and interesting albums that received a total of one critic's vote for Best of 2023. So why stop now? Here's an album called Rags and Ragas by Indo-American jazz pianist and composer Sharo Suri. It's an amalgam of the traditional classical ragas from her childhood with the tradition of New Orleans jazz. This is the last track on the album, and it features Suri's piano. She calls it Spring in New Orleans, Ode to Miles Davis. The latter part, I assume, being due to the hint of So What, Miles Davis's most famous composition. Let's hear it. Suri, that's spelled C-H-A-R-U-S-U-R-I. Spring in New Orleans, Ode to Miles Davis. How about some straight-ahead bebop now? Another album raved about by only one reviewer. The Gaz Hughes Trio and Beboptical Illusion, released last February. Hughes is a drummer from Manchester, England, and the album is all original compositions except for a swing version of Ellington's Sophisticated Lady, but all the original compositions are quite listenable. On first listening, I thought the album sounded a bit like Vince Guaraldi meets Dizzy Gillespie. Complimenting Hughes on drums are Andrage Berenek on piano and Ed Harrison bass. 
Here is the delightful title track, Beboptical Illusion, Gaz Hughes Trio. From Manchester, England, that's the Gaz Hughes Trio, Beboptical Illusion. We haven't had any singers yet, so let's remedy that. Two reviewers selected Australian singer Joe Lowry, who is best known as a pop-oriented singer who has performed and recorded with Sting, and her latest album called Acrobats, as one of the best of 2023. I kind of like it, too. Here is her version of Frank Lesser's If I Were a Bell with Linda May Han O on bass and Allison Miller drums. Joe Lowry. Mm-hmm. 
me how do I feel now that we're cozy and clinging well if I were a bell I'd be ringing from the moment we kissed tonight that's the way I've just got to behave boy if I were a lamp I'd light and if I were a banner right wave ask me how I feel from this chemistry lesson I'm learning if I were a bridge I'd be burning and if I were a season I'd surely be spring and if I were a bell I'd go ding 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 ask me how do I have feel
from Australia, Joe Lowry, L-A-W-R-Y. Sometimes you want jazz you can easily relate to without having to focus continually on every note. Something that you can move your body to, stir up a few familiar memories, and easily enjoy. Those albums don't usually make critics best-of-the-year charts, but I bet even the harshest critics put them on during dinner or when wanting to relax at the end of the day. But it still has to be good quality, solid jazz with some creative and solid playing. So here's the perfect album for that. It only made one critic's list as far as I know, but it was big on jazz radio stations. Huge, in fact. Uh, As I put together this program, it was number one on the Jazz Week charts for five weeks. Emmett Cohen and his trio. Master Legacy Series number five with saxophonist Houston Person. I'll play All My Tomorrows a song I first heard on the B-side of a Frank Sinatra hit.
My Tomorrows, written by Jimmy Van Heusen. And that's Emmett Cohen on piano, 88-year-old saxophonist Houston person, Cohen's regular drummer Kyle Poole, and bassist Yasushi Nakamura. That's an album that can be enjoyed by almost anybody, and you don't have to know anything else about the music. I suspect that this next one might be the opposite. It's Chicago pianist uh, Javier Red's Imagery Converter and an album called Life and Umbrella. It was inspired by his son's autism diagnosis and the goal of his music is stated as being to spread empathy, understanding, and love for autism. Now, for sure, that gave me a totally different relationship to the music than when I first heard it without knowing this. And this particular track very much depicts something pretty specific. And it may be that even without knowing the title, one can get an understanding of what Javier Red is doing musically and the imagery that he is converting into music. Or maybe not. Or maybe it doesn't matter. It's called... Thoughts Unable to be Contained. Javier Red's Imagery Converter with Gustavo Cortinas on drums, Jake Work on sax, and Ben Dillinger bass working with Red's piano.
Happy Hour Red's Imagery Converter. Thoughts unable to be contained. Sorry about mispronouncing his name, Javier, at the beginning. It is J-A-V-I-E-R. But while I was listening to that tune, I looked up the correct pronunciation. Next, let's move to something quite different. A melding of contemporary jazz and South Asian music. She lives in New York and her name is Rajna Swaminathan. That's another name I think I'm going to have to look up. Uh, The album's called Apertures. Her instrument is the Mridangam, a percussion instrument of ancient origin. She also sings. This track, called Precipice, also includes the voices of Rajna Swaminathan and Ganavia. It's a Lal on piano, Adam O'Farrell on trumpet, the tenor saxophone of Anna Weber, Stephen Crump on bass, and Miles Ozaki guitar. Precipice.
Rajna Swaminathan playing a percussion instrument called the Mridangam. Let's finish with something closer to home, at least to my home. So close that I even saw this group's CD release party and really enjoyed it. It's the Hutchinson Andrew Trio out of Edmonton and Calgary, Alberta. And it's an album called The Senator, a tribute to Tommy Banks. Tommy Banks was a legendary Edmonton pianist and jazz promoter who was later appointed as a senator, where he gained a reputation for fairness and nonpartisanship. He was also quite the promoter of jazz in Canada, ended up playing an important part in setting up the Yardbird Sweet Jazz Club, as well as Jazz City and Edmonton Jazz Festivals. This track features Chris Andrew on piano, Cody Hutchinson on bass, Dave Lang on drums with special guest Al Muirhead trumpet and Mallory Chapman, Tommy Banks' granddaughter, on vocal. And it's a nice theme to end today's podcast. Make someone happy. And I invite you to tune in next week where I hope to make you happy by playing nine or ten of my favorite albums from 2023. Bye for now. Make someone happy Make just one someone happy Make just one heart the heart you cling to
in a minute Where's that real stuff in life you Thank you so much.